This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the land of Farloria. It's time at last for Alba Salix Volume 2. I'm Eli, co-writer and co-producer of this here show. This is the first of six episodes coming at you weekly from now through the beginning of December. And this episode is sponsored by Join the Party, a Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast that's exciting, inclusive, character-driven, and completely hilarious. Johnny is a warlock on a mission to bring the light to everyone in the land and to make sure that they party responsibly. Inara is a super cool queer skater teen out to become an assassin and impress the ladies, not necessarily in that order. And Tracy, or designation TRHC, is an adorable, excitable robot with a few rage issues. And together, they're saving princes, running errands for gods, and surviving madcap reality show tournaments. It's the podcast that got me hooked on Real Play Podcasts. And don't worry, you don't need to know any rules to enjoy it. It's just good fun. That is Join the Party. You can find out all about it at jointhepartypod.com. And now, it's time for Alba Salix, Volume 2, Episode 1. People of Farloria, this day your tiny kingdom joins the mighty empire of Balgumar. Our empire, your empire, shall be immeasurably enriched by your people, your culture, and your precious, precious minerals. The magical energy that runs through your land shall fuel Balgomar for years to come. And to rule your small, quaint little province, I, Emperor Rockart, give you your king and queen to be, Prince Bulwark and Princess Minzy. <laughs> Yes, a kingdom of our very own. You know, I've always liked this palace far more than that icky little pile of old rocks and fair upon middling. Yes, truly this is a palace fit for your beauteous self. Oh, <laughs> darling, my sweet little bully woolly is going to be king. That's me, <laughs> kingy wingy. <laughs> silly, silly boy. <clears throat> your majesties. Yes, father. Oh, I suppose we should say something to our new subjects, shouldn't we? <laughs> um, hello? Hello? A bright new future lies ahead for Farloria. But first, we must sweep aside the past. 
Bring forth the prisoners. Let go of me! Murderous! Usurpers! I say, there's no need for all this unpleasantness. You may take our lives, but the spirit of Valoria shall never be defeated! Oh, be quiet, Auntie Paragon. Lindsay, how could you do this to us? I'm so sorry, Uncle Gunther, but Daddy-in-law is right. Well said, my girl. I knew it would come to this. Lindsay, please. No, no, the line of succession is clear. So long as you and your son are alive, our flimsy foreign sponsor claim to the throne is invalid. And therefore, the only proper thing to do now is... Off with their heads! (laughs) 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 No! Darling! Parabelle! What on earth is the matter? Those little fiends! They won't take my son! Who won't? What son? Oh, oh goodness, you're, you're right. I just dreamt I had a son. Perhaps it's a good omen, then. Oh, no. No, Gunther, it was a nightmare. Deep breaths, my treasure. Let's get you some quell flower tea. Yes. Thank you, dear. That's a third night this week. Perhaps you ought to see your sister about this. She's coming to the palace in the morning. Perhaps I should. She and that fairy of hers can probably come up with something stronger than tea. Yes, we'll need something much, much stronger. <clears throat> By appointment to the king and queen, Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Volume 2. Episode the first, by the book. So, what seems to be the problem, Mr. Uh... Galatus, Sir Galatus Lightwind the Pure, slayer of foul monsters, bringer of peace and justice. And have you had Twas any... Twas I who forded the great raging river and pulled the mighty mace of Maxilarth from the heaving swamp. Congratulations. What brings you to the House of Healing? Madam Salix, the matter is slightly embarrassing. Believe me, we've seen everything here. Um... I, I, I appear to have a rash upon my face. That's all? To be the noblest of knights, one needs the noblest face to stir the hearts of the good folk of the kingdom. But now I must keep my helmet on so that none will see my great disfigurement. I'm sure it's fine. Come on, helmet off. Do I have to? I pulled a spoon out of a toddler's nose this morning. I'm not worried about your little rash. Yes, very well. Oh, dear. This is a bad one. Indeed. Methinks it came about when I slew the fearsome manticore of the northern wastes. How do you figure? It did smite me with its venom, such that my legs grew weak. But I held my ground and laid low the beast that had terrorized... Did it smite you in the face? No, no, it was my shin. I don't think the manticore caused your rash. I think you'll find it did. Let me see that helmet. You've been wearing this a lot, haven't you? Well, yes. This helm was crafted by the dwarven smiths of Logath Blaggett... I think your skin is having a reaction to the metal. It was forged and shaped precisely to fit me. Surely it is hypoallergenic. Hey, we're going to have to run some tests. Magnus! Yo! What's up, boss? Don't bring in more people. This is my apprentice, Magnus. Magnus, I think Sir Galatus is having an issue with his helmet. Sir Galatus, if you would. Well, fine. Oh, that's brutal. Sweet helmet, though. Dwarves make this? Aye. Badass. 
What's this writing around the inside? Those be the magic runes of the dwarves of the East-Northeast. I bested their champion in a duel for their vast mountain kingdom, but, great-hearted as I am, I asked only for a fine helm from their legendary forge. So, what does it say? It reads, to he who cheats death. Of course! That's what it is! What what is? The mark on your forehead! Three crossed lines, it's a rune too! In olden days, the dwarves used to brand their criminals with that very symbol. Criminals? And this doesn't say, to he who cheats death? It does so! It starts here. Death to he who cheats. I would never cheat! Tell me, this duel that you won... I did not switch our swords, it's a filthy lie! Uh-huh. What do you think, Alba? Orb of Hydrogenes? If you would. Oh, yeah. This is one cursed-ass helmet. And you see... Right across the forehead, that's where they inscribed your magic ruin. Precisely the same shape and location as your rash. They marked me, those little mongrels, with their filthy magic and their... their workplay. Well, not to worry. We can fix this. Holly! <laughs> not more people. Hi, Elba. Hi, Mr. Knight. I'm not a mister. Sir Galatus, this is our resident herbalist, Holly. And the sooner you take the helmet back off, the sooner we can fix your rash. <laughs> Oh, gosh, mister, uh, sir, your forehead. This is humiliating. Did you cheat at Clan of Dwarves? He so did. I resent these accusations. It looks like a simple spectral concentrator. Holly, do you have anything that will reverse it? A solution of Penrose blue chickweed and some revolting violet should clear it up in a day or two. See to it, please. You got it. Will this prevent the... the death part? Death part? If the runes say death to he who cheats, does that mean I am to die? I don't think so. But you might want to go back and ask them very nicely. Yes, Madam Salix. Now, if you'd like to have a seat outside, Holly will be right out to bring you your prescription. Yes, Madam Salix. Good work. You know it. So, what do you say to teaching me some more magic? Have all those bile samples been tested? Oh, yeah. I'm almost done. Partly done. Somewhat. I'll start on it today. Yes, please. I'm off to the palace in a minute. We'll talk when I get back. Yeah, we will. Here, a tonic of reverium sap and truncheon berry. One mouthful just before bedtime should bring on a good night's sleep and pleasant dreams. <laughs> oh, it's revolting. Well, it's tonic or nightmares. Take your pick. I can't drink this. Really? Smells delightful to me. Some of us have more delicate senses. Well, I'll leave it here in case you change your mind. Well, if that's all settled, Alba, we'd like you to join us for lunch. Oh, yes, lovely. Hopefully not a long lunch. Come along. It should be waiting for us. What's the occasion? I'm sure you've been wondering what's going to become of the office of the Sorcerer General now that our Sorcerer General has... Been arrested for plotting to murder your niece and fled the kingdom? He acted alone, I understand. Yes, uh, rather. Uh, well, considering that little incident, we've consulted with the Mages Guild and decided to reorganize the OSG under non-wizardly oversight. Oh, it's about time. Who's leading it? I'm glad you asked. Here she is. Good morning. Your Majesties. Hello, Minister. Alba, may I present Antalya Percy, late of the Ministry of Transportation. Miss Percy, this is Alba Salix, our royal physician. Nice to meet you. And you. I've heard so many good 
things. Miss Piercy will bring her administrative talents to bear, overseeing an all-new department known as the Ministry of Magical Affairs and Health. Well, I think that will be a great step. Wait, health? Yes. Since so much of your practice is mucking about with magical things, uh, we thought it would fit like a proverbial glove. Well, sure, I use magic, but Ms. Piercy, I thought you were going to be taking over the Office of Planning. That was the original idea. But His Majesty has taken such a keen interest in the kingdom's architecture. Gunther, you're going to head the planning office? Yes. It turns out that I have a talent for it. Came as quite a surprise. Yes, quite a surprise. I've been overseeing a new project there this week. They're designing a public square in front of the new Mysticor headquarters. Look at this. Is that supposed to be a pair of dragons? Yes, that was my idea. It's a fountain. Oh, I see. So that's water that they're vomiting. Spouting. Spouting, sorry. There'll be lights, too. All magically powered. That's most exciting. As long as His Majesty refrains from having my garden torn out. Oh, your garden again. One little decree and I never hear the end of it. Oh, look. Here comes our lunch. <laughs> what is this? I specifically said no cucumber. Uh, but, Your Majesty... Loathsome! Take it away! I'll gladly have yours. What would you rather, my dear? Are there any anchovies in the kitchen? <gasps> and pickled plums? I will fetch some right away, Majesty. Good heavens. I just felt like having something mm, salty. Curse those delicate senses of yours. Oh, I'll be in the kitchen. Parabelle! Ah, oh, well. Where was I? So, Your Majesty will be in charge of planning... Uh, Ms. Piercy? Yes? Do you have any experience overseeing magic or health? Our roads and ports are used by many magical vehicles. So, no. But Farlorian roads and ports are now among the finest on the continent. Aside from that little incident where we tried to run dragon boats and swan boats along the same stretch of canal. That was not my idea. So what is your plan for this new ministry? In a word, standardization. And in more words... We want to replicate your success with the House of Healing. Expand it. Alba, you've been arguing for months that we should better serve our more remote regions. Well, yes. Think of the pointy lands. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Exactly. So we need to develop a blueprint for service delivery. A blueprint? Yes, yes. We are going to systematize the way you run the House of Healing. Examine what you do to create a manual of best practices. Everything down to the last pill, potion, and procedure. <laughs> Everything. In one manual? I believe that's what I said. I mean, we're good at what we do, but every case is different. Every patient, every complaint... But it's the delivery that stays the same. Which is why we're going to proceed with implementing the EIIRP9 standard across all our facilities. Are you? Yes, we are. And that we includes you and everyone at the House of Healing. Lucky us. Very sensible indeed. What is the E double I? RP. Everything in its right place, level nine. The same standard I implemented at the Ministry of Transportation, outlining our desired outcomes, processes, and decision making approach. Well, that sounds terribly worthwhile. I should be getting along now. Got to be at the mint to approve my portrait for next year's coins. Miss Salix, I'd love to dive right in and pay a visit to your clinic. How does this afternoon sound? Why, that should be no problem at all. I do love it when my staff gets along. 
about Alba? I love organizing. The new minister is revamping everything. New procedures, new rules. I always said what we need here is more rules. Well, you've got them. Whoa, that's some books. Yay for books. Those are just the index. The minister's on her way here now, and I saw one of her assistants loading a wheelbarrow. Gosh, these are all books on how to do our jobs? Nope. They're books on how to decide how to do our jobs. We get to decide? Minister Piercy gets to decide. <sighs> oh, we're probably going to have to change everything, just when we were starting to find our rhythm. So pull rank, then. You could be all like, my sister is the queen, so there. Off with your head, sucker! I would appreciate it if you didn't say things like that in front of the minister. And can we please clean up here? What are these vials doing all over the reception desk? They're the bile samples you asked me to analyze. Look, results right here. Wow, that's a whole pile of bile vial trial files. Right? See, that rhymed. Magnus, if you have laboratory work to do, you do it in the laboratory. Well, today the lab smells like dead, burnt fish. It's not fish, it's seaweed. Oh, sure, sorry. That's perfectly fine then. It's a remedy for milkmaid's knee. Or it will be. I'm this close to nailing the formula. This close. Have you tried not setting fire to it? Both of you, get all these vials put away in the lab. Boy, somebody's stressed out. Now. Okay. Oh, Holly, I think we should discuss letting you work from home. But I like it here. Isn't it nice to have company while you work? Company, yes. Toxic fumes, no. See? Could you work under these conditions? That's enough, Magnus. Good afternoon. What is that smell? Oh, nothing. Just violating our own health and safety rules. Holly, Magnus, this is Antalia Piercy, the new Minister of Magical Affairs and Health. Hello, team. Miss Piercy, this is Holly, our herbalist and potions specialist. Hi there. And my apprentice, Magnus. Apprentice surgeon. Would you like a cup of tea? Say no. It's good to meet you all. You might be wondering why I'm here today. Are you taking over the kingdom? Magnus. Am I what? I mean, you're the new Sorcerer General, right? In a sense. But there is no longer a Sorcerer General. The old guy was all bent on taking over. I, I thought it was like a wizard thing. I'm not a wizard. That's the whole point. We're getting off topic here. <clears throat> As Farloria grows, the demands in the House of Healing will become greater. There'll be more patients to treat. You'll need to expand. Bring on more staff. And I know that you can all rise to meet these new challenges with talent and enthusiasm. Yay! Yay. I don't know what you were complaining about, Alba. This is going to be great. Is there an issue, Ms. Salix? I thought my staff might have some concerns. Nope. Hmm. Change is always hard. And there are definitely changes ahead. Normalizing procedures, staff training, labor standards. Standards? For labor? That's right. Would that mean, for instance, that I'd get to sleep indoors? The tool shed is indoors. Well, maybe according to the letter of the law. That's definitely something we'd address when we do our assessment of working conditions in stage two. I got an assessment for you. Stage two, Magnus. We have to do these things in the proper order. What's stage one? Stage one is what we call a user needs assessment. We discover who is visiting the House of Healing. That would be everyone in the city. What services they require and what you require to deliver those services. Stage two is about your experience here to date. The working conditions, but also your opinions. Your feelings. 
our feelings? Oh, you're the best, Miss Piercy. That's, um, thank you? The way Alba was talking, I thought this was going to be nothing but paperwork. No, no. Most of it is about listening. Just as an example, I'd like to get from each of you a couple of words that you think describe the House of Healing. Today, I'm feeling pride because we helped eight patients today, including a knight with a really rare curse and a sweet old couple with toad pox. That's such a tricky one to diagnose. But we did it because we're the team that heals together. So, pride. That's a good one. Any others? Magnus. Let's see. Satisfaction. Last week, I just finished relabeling every last bottle, box, pouch, and canister in the pantry. See? They all have their name and catalog number here. I love decorating the labels. Yes, very thorough. Uh, does this say sockweed? Storkwort? It's goblin grass. That's a G. You get the hang of Holly's handwriting after a few months. Speak for yourself. Organized! I beg your pardon? When I first started here, I owed Alba many, many good deeds, and it always felt like I could never catch up. Now I finally feel like I'm on top of everything, and I know where everything is. Well, that will certainly come in very useful soon as we implement the new cataloging system. New cataloging system? When we're finished, we'll have a searchable inventory of all the assets at the House of Healing. Have a look through the manual if you want to read ahead. Everything in its right place. That sounds... Sensible? <laughs> now you're going to have to redo everything. Magnus. It's okay. If it's that important to you, Miss Piercy, we can do it. I appreciate it. So, Magnus, what words would you use to describe your workplace experience? Mm, grueling, boring, um, mm, endless. Really? Perhaps you could expand on those. Intensely grueling. Mind-numbingly boring, endlessly bad. Miss Piercy, I should apologize for my apprentice. No, it's quite all right. I want her employees to feel free to speak their minds. Alba's just mad because she won't be able to hit me anymore. She hits you? I, I never hit him that hard, and never when he didn't deserve it. Physical correction is explicitly forbidden under the Ministry Code of Conduct. This one time, I broke a jar, and she hauled me out to the garden and made me eat brimstone peppers. No one made you eat them. She totally tricked me into it. She's like, here, you have to learn to identify plants by taste. Eat this. Well, can you pick out a brimstone pepper by taste now? Clearly, we also need to establish a standard course of study for House of Healing employees. Well, strictly speaking, Magnus isn't an employee. Oh? Are you a volunteer? Magnus is doing community service here on the orders of His Majesty, serving three consecutive sentences for various crimes. Crimes. I knocked over a tent. Very nearly killing dozens. This is clearly a big topic. Let's talk about this when we get to the stage two evaluation. Bring it on. Wait, there's a filing system for baked goods? And Miss Salix, how would you describe the House of Healing? It's a house where we heal people. I like that. Straight to the point. It's a good reminder to stick to our core mission. Yes. So what's your mission here today? This is just a get-to-know-you session. Tomorrow's when we really start in earnest. I'd like to shadow you throughout a regular day to see how things work around here. Great. Yay! And what seems to be the problem, Mr... 
Tohorksa? Tohorksa the Invincible, defeater of evil, bringer of harmony and niceness. Yes, I'm sure your exploits are many and legendary. So legendary. Just, um, quick, quick question. Who's this? Well, this is Ms. Piercy. Please, just pretend I'm not here. I'm monitoring the treatment to help the House of Healing team improve the patient experience. So, you're not a doctor? Don't worry. All of this is completely confidential. Nothing in these notes will personally identify you. As I was saying, what can we help you with today? I'm, uh, Tahorksa is embarrassed to say. Something to do with your helmet, perhaps? My helmet? No, I I mean, nay! I am here because of a blight upon my face. Caused by your helmet. That seems like a rather hasty conclusion at this stage, don't you think? I thought you weren't here. What's wrong with my helmet? Let's see. Did you happen to buy it for an unbelievable price sometime yesterday? Uh, uh, This helm was forged by the dwarves of Blaggedy Blaggedy. And you acquired it from a bold knight with a name like Galatus? Nay. Miss Salix, we're really diverging from our client intake protocol. Yes, we are. Because I've seen this exact helmet before. Mr. Tahorksa, can you take it off, please? Does she really have to be here writing down everything? Apparently. These are simply notes on how our staff perform. (sighs) Tahorksa consents. As I thought... You've been cursed, I'm afraid. Cursed? Cursed? A spectral concentrator, to be precise. You're not going to run any tests? We saw a patient yesterday who got himself into trouble with a clan of dwarves, and they gave him this very helmet. It seems to have made its way to Mr. Tahorksa here, and affected him in exactly the same way. I would have thought you'd test for sensitivity to metal, for changes in diet. Look, I'll show you. Magnus! No! Leave the bloody helmet off! Sup, witches? Oh, look! It's a knight with a helmet! And a rash! Orb of Hydrogenes? Why, I just so happen to have it right here. That's convenient. You don't forget a helmet like that. Uh, thanks? Yep, still cursed. Who'd have sunk? Holly! Miss Salix, I don't believe Magnus is certified to operate magical equipment. What? I do it all the time! Not... Certified? All ministry personnel who use magical items or spells must undergo a one-day safety training, unless they've graduated from an approved school of magic. Really? If I take the training, does that mean I can use any magical equipment here? No. No, basic gear only. Dang it! Would you go find Holly, please? Fine. So, he's not supposed to use that glowy thing? The orb is just a diagnostic tool. Hell, it's safer than most of the surgical gear we use. Yes, thank you for reminding me. That will be a separate training course. Hi, everybody. What's up, Alba? The cursed helmet has struck again. I heard. Lucky I made too much of that salve yesterday. What salve would this be? Penrose chickweed and revolting violet. I came up with it myself. So this wasn't a previously documented remedy? Nope. The violet cancels out residual energy from the curse, see? And then Has it been through clinical trials? (laughs) Of course. I always taste as I go. Plus, we gave it to Sir Galatis yesterday. And you've booked a follow-up appointment with him to evaluate the results? I don't expect he'll be back this way anytime soon. (sighs) So you have an effective sample size of one. Miss Salix, this isn't good. I'm telling you, it's perfectly safe. Uh, perhaps Tahorksa should go. down. Okay. How was the solution stored? In a bowl. Don't worry. It's still good. Here, do you want me to test it now? Let's test it. Holly! It's all good. See? Ooh, tingly. That's how you know it's working. 
Now, Mr. Torxa, just hold still and close your eyes. Torxa is not on board with this. No, 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 it's safe. Watch. Oh, Percy, you'll see. Holly, that solution is not approved. Stop it, Holly, stop it. Well, I must say... I'm so sorry, Miss Piercy. It's all my fault. It's fine, Holly. No, it is not. It is not fine, Miss Salix. In the space of a single morning, you and your team have operated magical items without proper training, leapt to fanciful conclusions without any sort of standard diagnostic questionnaire, used an untested, improperly stored remedy against the stated wishes of the patient, which caused a significant skin reaction due to a hazardous ingredient mixed in by a staff member as a prank. Hey, I didn't think Holly was going to use that stuff on any more patients. But sometimes she drinks the leftovers. See? Magnus! I was trying to teach her a lesson about safe disposal of medicines. I am helping improve our team's compliance. Boom. Stop digging, young man. You're already in over your head. All right. Thank you, Minister. Are we done here? I am recommending to His Majesty that you, Ms. Salix, attend a six-week course in standard ministry protocol and procedure. For heaven's sake! And that your two assistants be let go. Effective immediately. What? Oh, you're kidding. Sweet freedom! You'll be going back to jail. After working here, I should get off with time served. Take it up with the king. We can do better, Miss Piercy. I promise we can. Upon my honor... Enough! All of you. No. Excuse me? No. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Too bad. When they don't have a well-meaning bureaucrat second-guessing their every move, they do just fine. I will take full responsibility for what happened to Mr. Tahorksa. You're right. We rushed the diagnosis because I wanted to get this exercise over with and maybe look a little bit impressive. Yes, we're here to heal people, not because we want to show off or look good. Well... Shut it, Magnus! We will begin implementing the new ministry guidelines, but let's get one thing straight. This is still my house of healing. Barnyard or not, I will run it as I see fit. Very well. Let me be clear. You're part of my ministry now, and I expect your house of healing and all your staff to meet or exceed our standard. You have a week to produce an action plan. We'll reassess then. Yes. Thank you, minister. Wizards were bad enough. Wow, Alba! That was so good. You totally should have said off with her head. You did it! We're still a team! A team with 21 volumes of guidelines to read? We can do this. Let's show Miss Piercy how good we really are. Please don't say that. In By the Book... Alba Salix, Volume 2, Episode 1. You heard Barbara Clifford as Alba Salix, Julian Sark as Magnus, Olivia John as Holly, and Elaine O'Neill as Antalia Piercy and Princess Minzy. With George Birtwell as King Gunther, Marisa King as Queen Parabel, Abbas Hussein as Emperor Rockhart, Robert Francis as Prince Bulwark, and special guests David Reinstrom as Sir Galatus Lightwind the Pure, and Jeff Van Driesen as Tahorksa the Invincible. Script, music, and sound design by Eli McElveen. 
Directed by Sean Howard and Eli McElveen. Associate producers, Jack Peavy House, Paul Tedesco, Keiko Kanda, Heather Collins, Julian Sark, and Michael Hudson. Supporting producer, Kim Bellinger. Executive producer, Dave Addison. If you enjoyed the show, check out our Patreon. Donors get weekly bonus content, early access to episodes, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at albasalix.com. Hey there, friend. Want to buy a helmet? Hey, sword boy! Yeah, you! I told you, go sell your goddamn trinkets somewhere else and let my patrons get drunk in peace! This episode has been brought to you by Join the Party, a wonderful and inclusive Dungeons & Dragons real-play podcast. You can find out all about it at jointhepartypod.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, and these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals, or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them. Because, baby, I'm just getting started. <laughs>